Welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for vampire fuck jams <laughs> with my special guest, Keith Carey. You have, like, the perfect NPR voice for a playlist <laughs> podcast. People kind of make fun of that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. about to tell me. There's a family of Inuits who yeah. knit quilts for lonely children. <laughs> like, And they... Have a story to tell. Yeah, welcome yeah. to this American nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was saying recently, like, I kind of want to have one of those podcasts that people sleep to. Right. It's like, no one, like the the the, no one would be listening to you. But on the other hand, you'd be super intimate with thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. You'd there's be the voice in their sleep. Was it? It might have been you who was telling me about the sleeping podcast, or was it somebody else? There is. It might have been. There, cause, yeah, because there's a podcast that I guess it's just somebody who tells you like boring stories while you fall asleep. Yeah, but he's got like a real like um a, a, a kind of gruff voice uh-huh. that I I don't think is super sleep soothing okay i feel like i could do that though yeah this makes me want to fucking take a nap and not have nightmares (laughs) (laughs) yeah right yeah i listened to one sleep maybe i told you this i listened to one sleeping uh podcast that was like oh we're gonna tell stories and the stories were like like the first one i listened to it was something about like murdering a wolf and i was like what how am i supposed to sleep to this who are you people dude my 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 girlfriend uh she falls she can only fall asleep listening to podcasts but they're at like such minimal volume that you only hear every like ninth word and they're all true crime. Oh god. So I'll literally be about to fall asleep and then I'll just hear and the killer turned vagina into shoes. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Man, yeah. I mean you gotta hit two kill two people just to get one pair. Um <laughs> I... Or you just got to kill a really big lady and then you oh, can just yeah. split it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ballet flats. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm that... making toms out of a lady. Yeah, you know, well, once again, you have to kill another lady because one pair of toms, you give a pair to somebody else. That's yeah. the company policy. <laughs> this is like the serial killer version of you want to make an omelet, you got to break. You want to make shoes, you got to kill a few chicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you are a comedy writer and comedian. I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I write for uh, Lights Out with David Spade uh, and I uh, am a dumb idiot uh on stages across this terrible country (laughs) (laughs) you got a good radio voice too thanks yeah i've been told that but i but you have like smart people radio voice i have like fart dick in the morning like that's (laughs) that's my yeah the first 10 callers to show their boobs to the phone win tickets to reo speedwagon like that's that's like you got a a friend named after an animal 100 percent. yeah the bee the scorpion (laughs) the scorpion is perfect (laughs) it's just some fat audio engineer (laughs) yeah come on guys call me scorpion we're not gonna do that dave (laughs) yeah no i want to be wolf dick (laughs) uh so how did you choose vampire fuck jams as the theme i'm a level with you You sent me a bunch and i was like that one's the funniest so i picked it without thinking about it at all (laughs) okay well some of them looked like they would have like you sent me a lot of like interesting thoughtful ones i'm like oh like driving to a bad bar show i'm like well what are songs that like make me introspective when i'm like on the road and like emotion i'm like now nah, i want to do the one that's about monsters and fucking yeah well i mean i tried to I, I try to give a range to people like 
to kind of indicate like you can pick something really normal, right. you can pick something kind of weird, and I also try to like um, find cross sections of my interests with their interests. Right. So I'm like, well, I know we both do bar shows. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we both driven a lot. Um, we both probably, fuck vampires. Probably we both have good vampire fuck jam choices. <laughs> I have actually <laughs> fucked somebody who identified as a vampire. Really? So, yeah, dude. When I was in high school, I was like. I was the fat kid lingering around the goth and theater kid tables, just mm-hmm. like, will you me guys too. love me? <laughs> oh, and there were so many girls who, like, you know, got into AFI and started wearing onks and were just like, I'm mm-hmm. a vampire now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever you say, Stacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, was there any, like, actual biting happening? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I've had my blood drank during sex a couple times. Wow. And it's, uh, a couple times. Not just vampires. What, one was a vampire. One was uh, just curious. <laughs> Neither, okay. you know, you know what I found the most offensive about it is that neither of them ever asked to do that again. So I was like, "Does my blood taste bad?" Oh, uh, yeah, like because I would think my blood would taste good. Why? I don't know because I'm supple. Like I look like <laughs> pork. You know what I mean? You, you're a juicy guy. You'd have juicy blood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. I feel like it would just come out just like the inside of a Milky Way mm-hmm, would be mm-hmm. what I'm bleeding. But uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty sweet. I'm thinking like a salty thing. Who knows? I oh, there we go. Yeah, probably yeah. like but pennies though, right? It's iron. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody just tastes like pennies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I've tasted some blood, and it all kind of tastes the same. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> See, so give yourself a break. There you go. Um, the problems with them, not with me. I was committed. Right. So it was more a, a style choice though with most of them. Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem like they were really uh, deep in. The, I do know I do know a couple people who like are still like really into like I'm a vampire and I've never known somebody who is a vampire who also has a life that's going well. <laughs> I know two vampires and they both live in trailer parks and they're in their 40s. Like yeah. that's Yeah. Unless you like own a goth retail store perhaps. May I'll take that, but I know a lot of like single moms who are into like erotica, that yeah. level of vampire. I was in a lift the other day and the guy was talking to me about first of all all of his investments which I was like this is yeah. this is a weird time for me to take investment I, advice I had a Lyft driver who did the exact same thing and I'm wondering if it was the same guy <laughs> this one was in San Francisco oh hey, I guess not. maybe he d- takes he was on drives. a lot of cocaine so yeah. he could have gotten to San Francisco yeah no 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 um, and he was also then I was just, I was trying to like change the subject because he uh, oh, he was also awful um, <laughs> so he started asking me about movies and like what movies to see and what and, and recommending stuff to him and I I mentioned the new Dracula on uh-huh. Netflix. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I've heard it's good. I loved it. Um, it's by the same guy who did the Sherlock series. It's which, uh, Steve Moffat. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't really care so much about Sherlock. Everybody went nuts for I it. I thought it was but... okay. I, he did Doctor Who for a long time, and I really mm. like Doctor Who. Okay. So I think uh, it's probably good. Yeah, I really liked it. People, it's three episodes. A lot of people hate the last episode. Okay. It, it's a little, it's a little sillier. Gotcha. But... Well, oh yeah, I want a very serious dress. Well, that's the thing. Like at a certain point, you have to be like, we're gonna get silly. Like at a yeah. certain point, Lestat. That's going to be in uh, a band in like Vegas or whatever. Oh, okay, like, we're going that silly. Well, I mean, that's yeah. Uh, like they, there. Isn't he by in it? Like I heard that oh. was like a news story. Oh, Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the I mean the thing with vampires, dude. I, I, are they fucking or are they eating? Where's yeah. the line? I, I I tweeted this, but I was thinking about vampires when I was putting this playlist together, and I realized that I think women like vampires because they're gay dudes that will also fuck them. Yes. I think that's the ultimate appeal of the vampire. Yeah. Like, by day, well groomed, good at interior decorating, wears a cape around the house, but then also invested in laying pipe. Also, though, does all the work. There you go. You can just lie there. That's true. No one's ever had to woo a vampire. No, yeah, you just lie there and they they eat you and make you feel good. I love the idea of the one annoying girl who comes to the castle. It's friend zoned by Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, it's me, bat fly. (laughs) Listen, I've eaten your blood. It doesn't do anything for me. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so, he, sure, he's bought whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I mentioned it to <laughs> to this driver, and I was like, yeah, I thought that was good. He's like, eh. And I was like, well, I like vampires. And he was like, are you one? And I was like, no. <laughs> Is What? Like, it was such a casual question. Right. Like, it was like, oh, right, right. Like, if I had said, yeah, you know, I'm into Catholic stuff. Oh, are you one? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Huh? Yeah, no, like with man. the same tone, like he was asking you, like, "Oh, you ever have you seen Parasite yet?" Yeah, like, but you're asking me if I'm an imaginary thing. Am yeah, I, yeah, no, 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 I'm a unicorn, bro. Come on. He's gonna be like, "No, it's cool. I'm a creature from the Black Lagoon." Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, on my mom's side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to get into this playlist? Let's do it. Okie doke. Um, let me see. I kept your songs in the same order that you sent them. Okay. And the first song on the playlist was your choice. Do you remember what that was? I believe it was uh, Fever by The Cramps. It is. It is. I, uh... You can talk. Okay. I, did, I, I, don't, I haven't listened to the podcast, so I didn't know, I didn't know if I was... What? Well, yeah, I was like, I hope I don't have to awkwardly just sit and listen. <laughs> No, dude, I uh, I grew up in like uh, like a punk house, like uh, like it was just like around the way like the way like most kids listen to the Beatles, I listened to the Misfits and like all these bands, and the Cramps were the only band that felt genuinely like I shouldn't be listening to them with my mom when I was a kid. Like, like too sexy. Yeah, they make like music that sounds illegally sexy. Mm-hmm. Like that's it all sounds grimy and wet and upsetting, and I. Uh, they are the most sexually charged band that I still like. Yeah, well, I mean, they were the, they were founded as a couple, right? Yeah. Um, but I, one of the things I like about the Cramps is how I feel like they really just embrace the silliness of punk. Yeah, like they're no, like 100%. we're gonna have made up names. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> you know what it is? They're the perfect. And I this sounds disparaging, but it can be good. They're a band that's a perfect T-shirt band, mm-hmm. where like they had such a perfect aesthetic that I think they're eighty percent still popular just because they knew how to like look cool. Oh, for sure, there are people with Cramps merchandise that have never listened to. The oh, a hundred percent. Like it's so familiar. Um, but yeah, this was uh, this was well. This, first of all, this is Fever, which yes. is an old classic made famous by Peggy Lee. Okay. On uh, fifty nine, uh, it was originally written by Eddie Cooley and Otis Blackwell. In 1956. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't, I, this is the most thoroughly researched podcast I've ever been on. Oh, it's not really. I just kind of like uh, poke around Look, it before we record. You, you have one page of notes, and I'm wildly impressed. <laughs> Every uh, podcast I'm on is just five dudes in hoodies just going, why do you think Joe Rogan's great? Wow, you're on those? Yeah, How do you get booked on those, have, man? Have you ever apologized? If so, why are you gay? Like <laughs> Every time I've tried to do those, I, I just uh, the conversation becomes a whole lot of, hey, hey, there's a lady here. Yeah, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry, Eliza. Sorry. Yeah, didn't mean sorry. to offend your delicate period. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Apologize to your vag for me. Yeah, anyway, all four of our listeners are going to get a kick out of you being here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't, I don't know that much about music, so I got to look stuff up. <laughs> that's why you started a music podcast? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, that's why I started this one, because I'm like, I, you know, I'm interested in what people like and right. what what kind of shaped them i think that it it's so much about like who you end up becoming yeah um and is a cool way to introduce yourself to somebody yeah well it's funny. i was thinking about this like it, it is like such a weird personal thing and i was mm-hmm. thinking about like you know if these are fuck jams like mm-hmm. the idea of like playing music during sex and like anytime i've been asked like like oh put something on to listen to. i'm like what do you want to listen to and they're like ah oh, you pick something that's the most vulnerable feeling and like i 
am way more terrified of picking a song for like sex than I am of like actually being naked. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done it seriously. Uh-huh. Like my my best hit was um, a spooky sound sound effect CD. All right, well that's very funny. Exactly. Like yeah, I mean it's a if setup you don't, for if, a joke. If you don't wait to take your pants <laughs> off until the creak yeah. opening door, we're gonna do this. <laughs> Whoa. Do you want to leave or do you want to fuck? Uh, I guess I want to fuck scary. Okay, good. Are um, your walls actually stretching? <laughs> or is it your imagination? Ooh, the ghouls inside will tell you. <laughs> yeah, get real Haunted Mansion with it. Yeah, you get it. Um, hey, did you ever work the Haunted Mansion? I did not work at the Haunted Mansion. I worked uh, a no. lot of places at Disneyland, but mm-hmm. not... I, I wanted to work at the Haunted Mansion because they had the coolest costumes, but... Every other fucking dork who worked at Disneyland had the same idea. Yes, I. Uh, for listeners, you've worked at Disneyland. I did. I worked at Disneyland for like uh, I worked there twice because uh, I got fired, came back, got fired again. Wow. Yeah. Well, there. I've had that relationship. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I always knew Fever just as that that Peggy Lee song, and I think <coughs> it's great. I hadn't actually even listened to this. Okay. Um. Or at least not the whole thing. And um, they take their time so much with it. I was. I was like, maybe they're not going to do the the dorky Captain John Smith and Pocahontas stuff. Nope, they did. Oh, yeah. They no, all <laughs> kept it just as dorky as well, the original. Look, the cramps have one thing going. It's not restraint. That's <laughs> never really been their strong suit. Yeah. Um, but I liked the, the whole uh, cover aspect of it. So I'm following it up with Lay Lady Lay um, by Ministry. Okay. I did not know this one. Yeah, off a of filth pig. <laughs> you're, yeah. Again, your radio voice saying the words filth pig. This is, is off of Filth Pig from 1996. This is one guy's <laughs> favorite thing in the world. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> this is a much different go to bed podcast than you planned, but it is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this obviously is a, um, a Bob Dylan song that was covered. Originally, they covered it at the. The Bridge School Benefit, which is this annual charity concert okay. they do in the Bay Area, or they used to do. Um, and That sounds like a chainsaw getting jerked off. Like, that is a <laughs> brutal noise. I love it. Yeah, and uh, oh, and, and Eddie Vedder sang on this. Oh. If we, we didn't really get to the lyrical part, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we can yeah. skip Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... I, never got, I never got into Pearl Jam. The whole grunge yeah. thing, I just uh, always thought was kind of dork-ass. Well, I mean, it depends... It depends on where you came to, because like when that ended up on top forty radio, right? Off after the like uh, bouncy stuff from the eighties, <clears throat> it was like, whoa, this rock and roll is bad. Yeah, that makes sense. Like culture, I think I'm a little younger, so I was just sort of by the time I gave a shit about stuff, I was like, that's what my mom listened to. <laughs> yeah, like and my dad is from Seattle and like played in bands that like opened for Nirvana and shit. So I thought it was just kind of like. Nah, I wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah, parent stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also if you already had an interest in punk, like punk to grunge, that's yeah, that's a so lateral soft. move at best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about uh, pop punk? I am uh, very very pro pop punk. See, it seems silly to me. Yeah, I I, I don't. <laughs> I can't defend pop punk in any real way, especially after I turned thirty. I'm like uh, any any defense of this. I should makes, not be listening to this. Yeah, any defense of this makes me look like an asshole. It's uh, but no, I love I I I kind of like rebelled because my uh, you know my my folks were like very like old school like you know grew up in the punk scene, so they were very kind of purists about it. So like that was my weird rebellion is like I'm into this like super lame like Fallout Boy shit. Yeah, but uh, no, I like it. I think it's still fun. I think it. Uh, I think it reminds me of the, the fun parts of being sixteen without all the terrible parts. 
<laughs> like just driving around kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. Hanging yeah. out in your room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the concept of like a future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anticipation. Yeah. Yeah, I always like the more like, uh, I think my, my slice of punk was uh, like the hardcore, almost industrial kind of stuff. Which gotcha, gotcha. is its own type of dork. Right. Um, but yeah, so the poppy just... stuff, I was like, well. Yeah, I always felt like I was just... Like, all the people I knew who were into, like, sort of, like, the real, like, metal side of it and the real, like, industrial stuff were, like, sort of, like, the tough kids, you know what I mean? Like, sort of the cool, it was, like, the very cool guy thing, and I was like, I'm not cool. Um, Like, I was much more on the pop punk and, like, ska side of things. Yeah, I, for, where I grew up, it was kind of the, um, the trashy kids were the metal kids. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, And there was just something that I always found fascinating about, like, um, making out with someone while you run a ride at the fair, <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, someone yanking on a rat tail, that yeah, kind of thing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So that was metal. I always, whenever I see somebody with a rat tail, I feel, I feel like if you pull it, a bad mustache will grow automatically <laughs> if they didn't already have one. <laughs> the puberty mustache. Someone needs that toy. Yeah. <laughs> like a Play-Doh fun factory for people on probation. <laughs> yeah. I miss daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I miss daddy, the action figure. Uh, the next song is yours. Yes, uh, I believe that was the uh, the Lissy cover of uh, Mother by Danzig. Yeah, another cover. And I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm a I'm a big cover fan. I love that this is. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on a podcast, but it's the most embarrassing thing. Whenever I am like depressed, my go to thing is to go on YouTube and just search girls singing old punk songs. Wow, it is the thing I find like weirdly comforting is just girls with pretty voices singing uh, songs about skeletons and shit. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, it, I don't know. It makes me feel a little better, and I uh, I really like Lissy. She does a lot of covers, um, and I am a huge uh, Misfits fan. I'm a huge Glenn Danzig fan. I also have a theory that Glenn Danzig has never had sex. <laughs> I am 100% convinced he is a virgin. I think he looked at a heavy metal fucking comic like uh-huh. 40 years ago and was Looks... like, well, if they're not that, I ain't touching them. Like, so he's had the opportunity, but he's like, uh-uh, not until there's oh, wings and I'm helmet. There are waves of women who would have sex with Danzig, but he's like, until I meet a fucking skeleton made of boobs, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to hang out and get fat and get punched in the face. I'm going to go shoot Portlandia. Nobody look at me. I mean, like, there's got to be someone willing to be a skeleton with boobs for him. Look, I'm, I'm trying. You know, <laughs> if, if I had the technology, I would do it. Um, I love searching girls singing <laughs> punk songs because that is such a thing. And it's you're kind of distilling the uh, the emotion of the song and, and laying it out in a way that like you're you can only do by yourself exactly like, yeah especially it's, as a dude I would yeah, guess no a hundred percent I felt I, I I feel so weird even telling the story but I uh, there was one girl I forget what her name was but I just was like randomly on YouTube mm-hmm. and she just did this very uh, sweet like acoustic cover of this Menzinger song that I like. And it was like a really bad time, and I don't know why, but it made me feel way better. And I messaged her like, hey, I'm not being a creep, but like, thank you for doing And then never responded. I realized, oh, when you say not being a creep as a dude on the internet who's never met a woman, you are immediately a creep. It does put creep in the conversation. Yeah. I will say that. So yeah. on the one in a million chance she's listening to this, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that it does automatically make you a creep. But yes, when I've gotten messages in somewhat yeah. the same way, when they're like, I'm not being a creep. I'm like, what did you do yesterday that you knew you were being a creep? <laughs> it's more just What's like, the difference it, today? <laughs> it's like it's like as a dude like approaching any woman you've never met. It's like you feel like a grizzly bear walking into a campsite. Like, I know what you're thinking. But, but that, like, I would love that to happen. Hey, <laughs> what a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, but with that attitude. Yeah, I'm hey, just look, passing through. I, I do, your sandwiches smell good. I'm yeah. not going to say they don't. 
but I understand ownership, yeah. and they're not mine. Like, if you had extra salmon and you wanted to hang out, that'd be yeah. cool. No but salmon not, and off, whatever. Yeah, I, my car's over there. I'll take off. There's hey, no problem. Hey, I, look, it's just me. I don't know why I sound Jewish, but... <laughs> I left my wife. Sure, she left me. We don't need to get into that, but it's just There's, me. He's going through a divorce. Uh, I kind of am. Can I, can I sit down? Can She's I sit? Like, oh, that yeah. was a tent. I'm sorry. Yeah, she took the cave, the 401k. <laughs> the 401k. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate me. <laughs> All the cubs. Yeah. Cubs uh, won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I just got him talking, too, right before. Hmm. She said she didn't fuck Ranger Smith, but I know she did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see? That sounds delightful. Yeah. And so maybe that's what guys need to think of themselves as. Like, <laughs> Bears approaching a campsite. Yeah, like a, a, a cartoon bear. <laughs> and you just got to be friendly enough to not get shot. Be friendly. <laughs> be And interesting enough that you're, hey, you're a story. You know? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Some bear comes in, destroys the campsite. I mean, it's a story maybe like a year later when you're less traumatized Well, you by just go, it. that's what bears do. Yeah, you know? and, you, and you go, I'm so stupid, I let that bear yeah. do Even though you didn't let the bear do it. No, yeah, the bear, yeah. But, but you feel like, I should have done, I should have been di- different. But yeah, be the change you want to see in the woods. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Come in and just be like, hey, not all bears. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but fun bear... Hey, that's a that you get to go back and tell your your girlfriends at the other end of the bar. We have, Fun bear destroyed came to my campsite. Told me they don't shit in the woods. <laughs> we are so deep in the weeds on this metaphor. That's where I like to live. Obscure references and uh, bear puns. Yeah, and, and, and bear metaphors. Um, metaphorist, huh? Okay. Oh no. boy. Well, if you like covers. And like grunge more than you said you just did. <laughs> I feel bad now. You might like this song. Um, it is Come As You Are, covered by Yuna. Oh, I actually do like this. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I like Nirvana. I'm not a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this she released this as a single um, in 2011. It's 2011. Oh, this is great. Yeah, she's like one of these MySpace, MySpace folks. Oh, wow. Get all big on MySpace, and then who knows? Okay, wait, wait, like MySpace currently? Well, in 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is anyone still on MySpace? No, yeah, and so she she had some stuff where she worked with, um, uh, like, Pharrell or somebody. Man, I tried to find my old MySpace Usher. recently, Usher. and my first thought was like, oh, man, it's gone, and my second thought was, thank God it's gone. Yeah, gosh, I didn't even think about them still being up. Yeah, it's terrifying how much stuff from, like, the early internet, like, still exists in an archive somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and well, I'm, there's the Wayback Machine. I'm horrified somebody will, not even that I did anything bad, just humiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah the earnestness. Like, I have, a, I have a lost poetry account <gasps> somewhere. Wow. And I literally will put a gun in my mouth the day someone wow. finds it. Yeah. Like, what kind of poetry are we talking about? I was writing a lot of real sad boy poetry. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, I but was, you were putting it out there. You were like, other people are going to want this. Look, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know why exactly. I was just like, well, maybe this is how I'll mm-hmm. be loved. And everyone was like, that's pretty lame, guy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's teenage emotion like when you're like teenage i'm assuming you were a teenager right or 20s uh like yeah no, teenager. yeah it's like uh, it was last week <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting a teenager in some kind of uh, like a hot rod right that, that's a stick shift and they don't know what to do with it and they're just like, yeah, they're like, like trying to drive this, these emotions yeah you have all this emotional fucking fuel and it's just like well i can either be a bummer about it or i can 
be a real piece of shit. Yeah. Probably being a little bit of a bummer and telling people about that, probably the healthiest way to deal with it. Yeah. In retrospect, probably. All right. Yeah. I mean, you weren't. Uh, the uh, Yeah. There's the being a bummer of uh, uh, being an asshole to everybody. Being yeah. Like, I don't feel sad. There's no such thing as sadness. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is encouraged a lot in young men. Yeah. I don't got no feelings. I got a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. It's, it, yeah. Be, I, I mean, I'm from Orange County, which is like the broiest bro place in the world. And having an emotion as a dude there, it was just like, oh, so we'll kill you. Like, that was the, <laughs> the general energy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've listened to uh, your former podcast. Right. Yeah. Mean Boys, Boys. Which I did feel like was like, uh, like you guys were emotion positive. Yeah. Like, are you I feeling mean, a thing? We can talk about feelings. Yeah. I mean, I always kind of liked, like, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a particularly like squishy, soft person, but like. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, you know, dudes and dummies who want to talk about how they feel is like a good thing. And I feel like there's a uh, there's such a premium on like emotional unavailability, meaning you won. Yeah, especially absolutely. like now with like For the way- everybody. That's with women, too. Now we're yeah. supposed to be like, I don't even care. Well, yeah. And it's just like cultural. Like, you watch on the Internet, like when people fight. And the biggest way you like try and assert that I won the fight, it's like, well, I made you care. Are you mad? You and mad? You, oh, you mad? I don't even care. Why do you care? I think yeah. it's like the lame. Like caring about stuff is cool. I almost wrote something about that exact thing, like on on Twitter, because I'm like, this is chilling, actually. Yeah. Like you should care about stuff, and it's like, why are we proud of some of not caring as much as the other person or making them upset? Right. And I think especially with. Maybe like with toxic masculinity and the the dude options available, like I think for a long time it was either no emotions or we're going to take our shirts off and get in a drum circle and like cry (laughs) about our dads. And there's no like, no, you can just normal day have emotions and like still be a cool guy. And it's not like, you know, I got to make a beaded bracelet about it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, I'm a bro and I'm sad. Like that's an okay thing to be. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. For a long time, it was make it an identity and become an uh, an emo boy, right? Or a goth boy. Yeah. yeah. Or a musician. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So the next song in the playlist is yours. So the next song on this playlist is uh, "Code Blue" by the band TSOL. Um. So this is uh. This is a song about fucking dead bodies. Yeah, this is, is the most down the middle. <laughs> this is 100% a song. Yeah, we really have moved off the vampire thing into I like think so. unpacking toxic masculinity, which I'm fine well, with. I like, mean, well, it's all part of it, right? Look, I have a lot, I, I have a lot more <laughs> articulatable feelings about being a man in the modern world than I do about how would I fuck a vampire. <laughs> Again, you wouldn't fuck a vampire. You'd get fucked by a vampire. I, look, maybe that would have worked better. <laughs> so, this, yeah, this is straight up a song about necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Um when I was a kid, like, again, I grew up around this kind of music, so, like, I just, like, you know, five years old, I heard this song. Didn't know what it was about, but you just learned the words to the songs that you hear when you're a kid. And when I was, like, seven, uh, my mom was all fucking thwacked out on heroin, so my, uh, my wow. yeah, my dad, uh, like, he, like, they're separate, he lives in Seattle, and he basically, like, just took me and, like, tried to take custody, so there was this whole legal uh, battle. And they were trying to, like, you know, figure out, like, if I was okay, if I was being abused, this and that, which, you know, I, eh, borderline. But but I guess I went, I, I was told this story later. I guess I went in and I was like waiting to talk to like the lawyers or something. And I'm seven years old and I'm just sitting in a Mickey Mouse sweater on a chair with my feet dangling and just singing that song. Wow. Where the chorus is just, I want to fuck the dead. 
wow. And so my dad gets this whole legal team, and it's like, they have him in some sort of necrophilia sex cult. In there. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, man. I'm just, I like music. Yeah, I'm just jamming out. My favorite songs are this and Barney, oh my which God. is 100% true. When wow. I was a kid, those were my two favorite songs. Your childhood stories, <clears throat> are they all like, super extreme like yeah i don't have a lot of normal (laughs) ones man (laughs) that's story like that just the setup i'm like that's like exactly like my story for like oh and my uncle came over and i asked him why his butt was so big or something like that (laughs) yeah like oh i scared the child uh, psychologist into thinking i would murder (laughs) i didn't (laughs) the fucked up part is my mom still won that custody battle wow (laughs) wow really yeah (sighs) yeah she had a good lawyer (laughs) Man. I know, because like, I don't think Johnny Cochran could talk his way out of, well, that kid's singing about fucking a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be like, oh, I don't know, she did that shit. I'm going to go home. Man. Orange County favors the moms. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny, because, yeah, the reaction to that, it's like, I, I say these things sometimes very flippantly, just about like my uh, mm-hmm. my like stuff from my past, and people are just like, what the fuck? And I'm like- I was going to ask, like, that how- it's, uh, What's it like getting that reaction? It's. I mean, I don't know. I get it. It's. It. I think in my brain, I sort of am like so. Like, oh, that's just like the reality that I'm from. Mm-hmm. That sometimes you lose track of what actually would be upsetting to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember I. Uh, I did. I did. I forget what the bit was, but I did some bit at a, at the comedy store just about a ch- being like a kid. And it was, uh, like, I did it, and I thought, like, oh, this is, like, a funny one. And people were, like, mortified. And I was like, you guys are fucking pussies trying to buy it back. And then Dan St. Germain goes up after me and just like, no, you just fucking terrified these people, and they all want to help you now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to I gotta learn how humans yeah. perceive my shit. Yeah, I haven't really talked about my family on stage because some of the same stuff. I mean, yeah. not that kind of stuff, but, like, not really knowing what's too too much for other people and right. I have a few little stories that I'm like this is something that doesn't bother me at all and I don't see the part in it where it's upsetting but I'll say it to someone else and I know that they're going to be like holy shit right like uh, um, I mean this is after that like such small things but like um, uh, my one year for Christmas my mom gave my sister and I buttons in our her Christmas stocking okay. and hers said star and mine said co-star <laughs> <laughs> that's the meanest thing I've ever heard I feel nothing <laughs> it's just just a fact but that's just a, very mean well that's that's I mean it was not my mom did not think it was mean my family is still like why are you what was did they the not have two that said star I oh wow I haven't yeah. even thought that's of that because she had her hand in a drawer full of buttons that said star and was like oh I have another kid and moved to a different shelf yeah no she, she made was a, like I have one kid that's a star and one that's a co-star yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. featuring mm-hmm. the other one yeah 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 it's like yeah. little things like that and it's it's interesting to me how much it does not like seeing it matter to someone else in a way that i'm like gosh that should i guess upset me more well i guess you i i don't know if you have this but this is a problem i have sometimes where it's like you want to talk about this stuff but you want to like go in and find the jokes in it and find the comedy in it but you don't want the reaction to be like oh like you don't want somebody mm-hmm. to think you're brave like i don't yes. i never want to slip into that like the Nanetta sphere where yeah. it's where it becomes not nothing against her but like the idea of like that it's the whole thing is like look how emotionally vulnerable I am like I just want to talk about shit like I just only have the shit that happened to me to talk about yeah but I mean in bringing up Nanette like I, I like that question is, is sort of like I, I mean you don't ask questions but um, I feel like there has to be a way to do it but you kind of also have to like 
spend half of your set priming the audience for what they're getting and like what you need from them in right. some way and then feed them what you want. Yeah. And I guess she kind of did that. I mean, what she what she primed them for and what she fed them wasn't necessarily what you might want to do or what I might want to do. Yeah, no, and, but, and again, I, 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 I guess that was the wrong reference point. I'm not shitting no, no. on her. I'm just saying like you it's... You can shit on her. No, I mean, I, I'm going to do it when the mic's off because <laughs> I'd like to continue working in Hollywood. But <laughs> no, I, uh, but like it's, it's more, yeah, it's that thing of like, I don't know, maybe that like it's... Yeah, I don't think I like having to do that priming thing, but uh, I guess it's just part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just like, I mean, a really mild version of it. I remember I had an opener on the road one time who was, uh, who was like a big girl, mm-hmm. uh, a real like um, fancy dresses and um, uh, uh, ribbons kind of <clears throat> comic. Gotcha, gotcha. But she... She had a. She was still a pretty new comic, and she would try to do jokes about her size, and mm. would always get that. Oh, yeah. And it was like, well, I mean, I can see that you might be getting it a little bit more because the audience can also tell that you do care about what you look like, right? And they think that being fat as a woman is. Uh, a, an awful thing yeah. and so they're like no you don't have that awful thing like, like, like it's what? an affliction that yeah. was cast upon you yeah. it's like, some people are fat yeah and uh, yeah so but it does feel like you've lost control of them or it's stalled out when they're like I am concerned for you yeah I found myself definitely not even family <clears throat> stuff but like loading up too many um, self-deprecating jokes yeah and getting to a point where I'm like ooh you're now concerned yeah. Now concerned about me, I need to change the subject. Yeah, well, that was uh, yeah, that was when I first started stand up. That was my whole thing. Is it was all just beating the shit out of myself for forty five minutes. And I'm like, oh no, this is uh, people don't really want to see you do that for that long. Yeah, yeah, not unless they're real mad at you. Yeah, it, and... it, it, yeah, they they just are taking the comment cards from the club and just writing the suicide hotline. Yeah, on is it. he okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 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 fine, man. It gets better. Yeah, yeah, and I've also I've heard people in the industry mm. decision makers uh especially have a hard time with women doing it because they're like like if they are women they're like that's not how women should talk about we should talk about ourselves as being strong and blah 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 and right I'm like well you gotta let us do it a little bit i mean then you're saying that yeah. only men are allowed to make self-deprecating jokes yeah well it's also like you know sure like the strength thing but also they're there's not a there's less comedy to be mined. And you ever notice how I'm great? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I told him, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, Yay, girl. Yay, that's hilarious how you were brave. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there are people who build whole careers on that's hilarious how you were brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we call it clapter at this point in evolution. Yeah. Yeah, I get real upset when I get uh, applause and not laughs. Yeah. I'm like, well, that was just cheap. You got to... Go back and figure out where you were cheap in that joke. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where are we on this playlist? Uh, I just did the... Oh, yeah, the, the necrophilia The body fucking one. Code Blue. <laughs> off of Dance With Me um, in 1981 that was released. Yeah, very, very, uh, very cool band. The guy who uh, uh, sings in that band is a guy named Jack Grisham, who is... Uh, Real interesting dude. Uh, he has an episode of a podcast called 12 Questions that my friend Anna Valenzuela runs where he talks about getting sober. If you guys like podcasts uh, and guys who sing about fucking dead bodies, you'll listen to it. <laughs> and I assume some of you do if you're listening to this. Yeah, I, I hope so, or they're going to have a real rough time. <laughs> <laughs> the next song in the playlist is Win Coma by Boss Hog from their 1985 album, Boss Hog. Okay, I like this. Thanks. I was trying to follow up yours. I figured this is the kind of vampire we're dealing with. 
Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is a perfect companion piece. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, John Spencer is playing uh, guitar, and this. this is his wife's oh, no band. Yeah. Okay, I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was a college radio DJ, I used uh-huh. to play this EP a whole lot. Okay. Um, and I also used to get a lot of uh, phone calls from the local prison. Um, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, because they could, with a, um, a collect call, you mm-hmm. know, they just leave the time to say, you're, you got, I would get calls that were like, you're getting a collect call from, hey, my name is Leroy and I'm going to be out in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> would, do you accept the charges? I'd be like, no. <laughs> Be like, hey, what's up? It's Maddie. Can you play some Eminem? I'm yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even gonna play them the song they want to hear. I did sometimes play. Them okay, the song I was gonna say that's they're yeah. calling you from prison. Well, I'd never had fans, you know. Isn't it weird when <laughs> people start to give a shit about what you do and you're like terrified of them at first? Yeah, I think I am still in that. Yeah. Like I, when I go on the road, I have a hard time coming out after the show and meeting people. I'm like, I don't know what they want from me. And right. Then I'm like, yes, you do, Eliza. They they want to have a little conversation. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I always just feel awkward about it because I'm just like, I I don't know, I did the thing that you like that I do, so I'll go hang out somewhere else and then you can buy the t-shirt or not. Yeah, but I mean, we've all been on the other side of it also, right? Totally, like, yeah. Are you like, were you, I mean, it, it's weird because we work around like fam- famous mm-hmm. people now, but like before, were you ever like the try and like get in contact with a famous person kind of person or like the approach? Hmm. No, That's not it. not really. Um, I mean, when I was re- when I was a kid, I definitely had crushes on people and would write fan letters. Uh-huh. And like, I I, I did get <laughs> I did get a signed headshot from uh, Fred Savage. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. And um, uh, was that it? Oh, and and Christian Slater. Yeah. I remember I wrote a letter to Uma Thurman once. Wow. And then was confounded as to why I couldn't find her address on the internet. <laughs> You couldn't just send it to her uh, management? I, I I could not find that information. I think, I think I knew that because I learned in school where they would have us write fan letters to l- learn how to write letters. Right. And then the, I remember I had a teacher who was like, okay, so here, this is what you do. You look up who their representatives are right. and you send it to them. So, I mean, there's never been a time I didn't know how to get a hold of Uma Thurman. Well, there you go. Just, uh, bragging all over the place. <laughs> I get it. You're very cool uh, with your yeah. prison fans and your Uma Thurman access. <laughs> um, well, you were an Uma Thurman fan? I was, yeah. I, uh, Kill Bill came out and I was just like, well, I'm a ang- angry young white child, so I guess I'm going to be really into Quentin Tarantino now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always liked Quentin Tarantino. I know I'm not supposed to... It's weird that that yeah I don't I I think he's fine. Once upon a time in Hollywood, it was oh that movie sucked. But it's <laughs> I not think really a movie. Yeah, I still think he's good. I'll still go to bat for yeah. him. Do you get excited about any of the people, the celebrities that you work with? I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think I did it first, and now I find them. I've never had anybody be like terrible, terrible for the most part. But I'm just like I don't know. I gotta. It's just work at this point. So I think you kind of you get numb to it at a certain point. Yeah. 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 I thought that I would be good at it because I don't really care usually about celebrities. Right. So I was like, oh, this will be great. They'll they'll like that I can treat them like a normal person. Yeah. Exactly. Just work on whatever the bit is. And then I found no, no, that is not true. They actually prefer you to freak out about them. Yeah. No, they (laughs) they really do. Yeah, I was so shocked by that. Yeah. And it took me a long time to be like, oh, you need to do that. Okay, tell yeah, them what you like them in. Tell them. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you got to work up, you got to muster it up for somebody you don't actually give a shit about. I mean, a little bit, yeah. 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 Uh, that's why it's nice working with puppets. They don't... There you go. Yeah. Someone takes their hand out of them, they're dead. Yeah. They're just lying there lifeless. Yeah. Same with me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> do you still get to do a lot of stand-up with the uh, less than I'd like it's uh yeah it's weird going from like you know pirate schedule to like working Monday to Friday because we're a daily show but um I'm trying to get out there more I'm probably going to be going on the road later this year oh, yeah nice. I'm going to Canada in a couple months which I've never been to so what part uh, the Yukon whoa yeah not like the cool part of they Canada they got comedy up there apparently they have like one comedy festival doing uh, sets for mooses literally all I know about this town is that it's beautiful and at some point they're going to make me drink some sort of whiskey with a toe in it okay i guess it's like their thing there's some wait guy. a real toe yeah so some guy got like uh he got frostbite and his fucking toe fell off and they p- did some sort of drunk canadian fucking bullshit where they put it in a bottle of booze and it's like tradition you go there and they pour the thing with the toe in it and then you drink the toe shit huh. so uh what's we'll it com- supposed to do I don't know. I mean, give you the courage of a foot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, <laughs> you curses you. Yeah, you grow extra toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some. There was some old thing that people used to supposedly do. Although I don't know how this could even have happened. Um, but if you want to uh, to to sneak around in somebody's house, right. You get the hand of a hanged man, and then put wicks in the fingers and light it on fire. And so it's like a like a corpse candle okay and you carry that into someone's house yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) and that was supposed to make like then you were like invisible so you could steal things Hmm. um which i just you're pretty fucking visible if you're carrying a severed hand that is on fire yeah and i also love the idea that like possibly they might ignore you because they're like who are you what the fuck is that yeah like they don't see you they're just like get that fucking hand out of my house that sounds like something somebody 200 years ago like made up to fuck with their gullible friend oh dude let's tell greg that he's got a light this guy's hand on fire that to ex- ward off ghosts or whatever. He's going to buy it. That explains a lot of early uh, medicine and superstition. Yeah. <laughs> and also just getting rid of things around the house. Like, you need um, a chicken foot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going to need one of those and, the- uh, <laughs> and an old couch cushion. Um, they go to the same guy. They're like, Greg, uh, you got to put a thumb in your butt or the demons are going to get you. Oh my God, he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Write it on a scroll. Yeah. No one's going to believe us. Yeah. The legend of stink thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do think that we often assume that people in the past were like smarter and better and No, they they're assholes. They're awful. <laughs> they were, yeah, it, it anytime I think about that I'm just like, eh, people didn't shit inside until pretty recently." Yeah. So, I don't know if anybody knew anything about anything. I always think about the smells. Yeah. Like especially with pretty clothes and people are like, "Oh my god, that dress is so pretty." I'm like, "They had one." Yeah. They wore it all the time. That dress stung. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they pro- and like all those skirts and stuff. How much wiping was happening? Until like 1910, I assume the entire world just smelled like a deli with the air conditioner out that's, like, just, <laughs> that's why just uh, summer heat meat that's why paris uh got so famous for um uh, perfumes because right. it was also famous for having shit and rotting bodies yeah everywhere. Which, I've, I've been to paris still kind of smells like shit right <laughs> it is a really gross place yeah but i at those moments i'm, I'm sort of like wow real paris yeah. stuff oh. this is gross I, see when i went to paris I, I was on the fucking uh the subway and i was watching this lady just smoking a cigarette on the train while she was full knuckle scratching her asshole wow <laughs> like you like in the underwear like really deep and didn't look homeless was wearing like a blazer uh, like was on her way to work <laughs> well she's not gonna do it at work well yeah no she's not gross um from living in new york i did always feel like the city and especially the subway 
driveway was like like a big apartment we all shared. Right. Like sometimes it was the kitchen, sometimes it's the living room, sometimes it's the bedroom, sometimes it's the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely saw tons of people like clip their toenails and tweeze stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but it's just classier when they do it in their French. Yeah, they, there you go. It's just like oh, man, ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they turn this into cuisine or something. I remember walking down the street in Paris because um, I went too, um, and seeing a kid just normal day in full Dracula costume and being like, <laughs> "Okay, I love this place. Yeah, this is this is the best." And you'd be like, "I don't know if this guy's fucking crazy or if they just dress like that." Here. Yeah, it was like one of the only times I've ever been like, "Oh, I want to have a kid." Yeah, I could dress him up like a little movie monster. That's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you got such specific stuff poured into you. Yeah. Culturally, especially. Right. Um, yeah, it's like fun to think about like what you could pour into. Yeah, I do. I think about having a kid and just like, oh, could I like make them cool? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of punk. Yeah, a lot of that. I don't know. Just like, it's it's funny because I think, I, I imagine everybody thinks about this, of the idea that like, oh, I'll teach my kid all the shit that I wish someone taught me. And then you end up doing your best and fucking them up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's like the 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 negative image of whatever you got. Right. So it's like, well, something else will still get left out. Yeah. yeah. Heavy it's stuff. Hard, it's, it's hard for me to be convinced I would be a great parent when my podcast didn't work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like it did work for well, a long time. You know what I mean? Look, I, you got to keep a kid along for, well, like, for longer than three years. But eventually the podcast moves out of the house. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it goes on with its own life. Fair point. Um, yeah. I... I uh, I just uh, like making stupid decisions with money. So okay, well there you go. That's why I probably am not gonna have a kid. Oh, that's look. That sounds more fun. <laughs> you can buy a bunch of shit that's way more exciting than a kid. Oh yeah, and they are expensive. Yeah, I mean you can just buy a kid. <laughs> what? That nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the next song um, is yours. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. This is I want to be your dog by Iggy and the Stooges. From 1969. <laughs> yeah, I would argue the the first real American punk rock album is uh, this record. Yeah. I uh, this is such a weird song too because it is like the most uh, like intimidating like song, but it is also a song about him being completely submissive to somebody. And it has those fun sleigh bells. It does have the fun. This is the only time jingle bells have been rocked out to. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought that. I'm like, the sleigh bells crack me up in this song. Yeah, if you're the inventor of jingle, if you're fucking Jim Jingle or whoever came up with this fun Christmas instrument, you're like, this is not what God intended. Yeah, and how did it end up in this song? Was like someone not doing anything? And they were like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could play jingle bells, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, one guy sure, just knocked fine. over a tambourine and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that sounds badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this has been, let's see, this was the, um, it's number 438 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Pitchfork put it on number 16 on its list of 200 greatest songs of the 1960s. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Those, those lists are always so lame because I'm just like, all right, well, let's just keep scrolling until we see the fucking Beatles. Like, it's, <laughs> that's, that's every Rolling Stone anything ever. Yeah. I th- there, sh- there should just be some sort of, like, beatle list search function. I think it'd be funny if they made a list of the, uh, the top 100 uh, legends who beat their wives and John Lennon didn't get to be number one on that uh, one. Man, he'd it's the only one he didn't top. I guess he maybe he didn't bite, beat both of them. No, I yeah. think he did. I think he, did. <laughs> he didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. So many of the people who like we already knew stuff about before Me Too right. are like grandfathered in as okay. 
Yeah. Like, it's like, well, yeah, he beat his wife, but we knew that. Yeah, yeah. we, we already right decided to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. We were okay with it five years ago. We're fine with it now. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Penn, come on. <laughs> we know that stuff. That is a weird one. I'm like, that wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like maybe it's just uh, we would have to admit that we're assholes. Right. To admit that they're, they're assholes. Yeah. And then we're like, or. Uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's no big deal. What are you gonna do? Um, were you ever in a band or anything? I, I was in uh, my church band for about three weeks. <laughs> Wait a minute. Unsurprised or very surprising. What does that mean? What is a church band? Is that a choir or is it not a different? choir? No, I can't sing for shit. It was like. Uh, like the the youth group or whatever had like the you know we have electric guitars kind of like pray where we just do like you know uh there's like a whole genre of like christian music that's like kind of rocking but still lame oh, so yeah. you know it's striper with but like but sub striper striper oh. is terrible oh what <laughs> i could look i can go deep into the world of christian oh, rock <laughs> i still kind of like some christian ska bands well that's... just because it's christian doesn't mean the music's bad no generally it does <laughs> yeah 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 but uh yeah no it was like at the end of like uh you know youth group it's like we'd go up and play like these songs and i was in i played the guitar in that band for like uh 3 weeks uh, and then got kicked out because I wasn't actually very good at the guitar. <laughs> but that's punk. Yeah. Ugh. That's what I thought. And it was weird because you could tell they didn't be like, hey, man, you got the passion for God, but, like, you suck. Like, <laughs> Were you, like, a really Christian kid? Uh, I was for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I, I got pretty deep for a little while. I uh, I stopped around the time of my first exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> what? Keith, okay. what are these stories? Look, look, admittedly, I know what I did when I said that. <laughs> like, sometimes I say the things and I'm like, well, I didn't see that reaction going. This one I knew what I was wow. doing. Wow. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, they tried to uh, they tried to, to fucking push a demon out of me because I was uh, they they found me looking at gay porn and they thought Whoa. there was a demon that had infiltrated my body and turned me uh, fruity. That's a very sp- like I feel like demons. I'm thinking more like pushing things over and hitting things with bats, but like logging on and typing in an exact address. Yeah. That's yeah, what they, they're into. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this, yeah, it's the wiener demon. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what low level work for a demon to do? It's like, yeah. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go give this fucking chubby kid a boner. Like, <laughs> maybe demons have to search someplace too. It's, well, it was, it was it's a teen demon. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm just like, what, what was the demon's like second plan? If he's got control of my body and this is all he's doing, like, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, buttholes next. I don't know. <laughs> this is the demon version of being on Facebook at work. Like, you were supposed yeah. to be doing something yeah. else. And yeah, you're he got time. chewed out back at the demon office. Yeah, yeah. Greg Satan was very mad at him. Yeah. Him. So, uh, but you said second? Yeah, they tried to do it again later, but I had stopped believing in God, so I just told them, like, hey, this isn't going to work. It was like a weird... Wow, uh, I, but the first time you did and you were like, help. Yeah, well, I do I, I do a whole bit about it, but yeah, it's like, uh, it was weird because it's like, we were Protestants, so it was like this weird house exorcism thing, like, they weren't calling it an exorcism, but they were also explaining that, like, there was a demon in me and, like... They were going to try and make me go unconscious and have the demon, like, speak through me so they could pull. It was weird. Wow. It was super weird. Yeah, they were doing, like, hypnosis shit. I, apparently, I did a bunch of weird swearing mm. that I don't remember the first time. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And then they were just like, we think we got it. And they <laughs> and then I went to school the next day. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't, get a, I don't get a day off. Did the exorcist get chewed out when you had to get exorcism again? That's what I would want to know. Yeah, I'm like, sounds well, like clearly, he fucked up. Yeah, if that guy got back in, like, you didn't lock the door. That's on <laughs> <Yeah>. you, dude. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I grew up Unitarian Universalist, which is like the other end of the spectrum. From which I don't know what that one is. It's uh, it's super hippie religion. It's like is that like the Moonies. No. Okay. It, the basic tenets of Unitarianism are that human beings just want religious communities. That's why we keep making them in every culture. We're like, okay, now is the time where we sit around the fire and we say the words and then we stand up and sit down and then have coffee. Okay. Like we like that. <clears throat> um, but the idea that I should be able to tell you what to believe and that I know better than you do is bananas. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, our, the services would be like, it's about um, mornings. Here's what Native Americans say about mornings. Here's what uh, Buddhists say about them. Here's oh. what Christians say. Here's what Jews say. So it wasn't all Jesus-y. No, but it was. Like, I did learn a lot of Jesus stuff also. Right. A lot of, lot of um, good Samaritan. Gotcha, gotcha. A lot of that junk. Uh, I mean, important stuff. Like, who am I, who am <laughs> yeah. I watching? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. so sorry if you tuned in for Vampire Fuck Jams and I said something slightly anti-Christ. Yeah, G- Jesus <laughs> is going to call in from prison. Leave yeah. a very stern message. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but if Jesus said, like what you said about me, I'm going to come find you when I'm out in a month. Oh, shit. <laughs> Keep the stone in front of the jail. Don't roll it away. Um, yeah. Uh, that's wild. Yeah. And that was in Southern, Southern California. Yeah, Orange County. I, th- I feel like people associate that with the middle of the country, uh, yeah, the no, south. It's, these were, yeah, the, yeah, two people at my exorcism were wearing big dogs t-shirts, which I will always <laughs> think is the funniest detail. That is very funny. Yeah. Um, the next song on our playlist is Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, I almost put this one on Right? Because like, let's not forget, these are fuck jams. Yeah, and this is the fuck jammiest fuck jam yeah. there is. Some of the other songs on this playlist could be like vampire making dinner songs. Yeah. Vampire like cleaning up around the house. Yeah, vampire hang jams. Now yeah. this one is, I'm laying pipe. <laughs> See... When you say that, I just always think about pooping. I know, and I don't know why I keep saying it on this. Here's what's weird. I don't usually use the phrase laying pipe. No, it's okay. I just keep thinking about pooping into someone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this does seem like the song for that. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's how an animal fucks. And so if you want to fuck me like an animal, maybe you poop into me. Yeah, this... That's how animals fuck. <laughs> Every animal listening I mean, right now is like, no, we don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe like one kind that never survived. Yeah. Like they'd, n- they'd never reproduced. And like the other animals were people like, those wa- guys are doing it weird. <laughs> people always wondered what happened to the North American dump squirrel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I love a dump squirrel. Um, it's a It's a tasty dessert. Um, I remember. Uh, I remember going to. Uh, there was like a pool party when I was. I went to Christian school for a little bit when I was in like seventh grade, and we were all just you know fucking dorks. It was a lot of pizza and pop energy. Mm-hmm. But I remember like one of the kids was like, "Dude, I brought this video," and like with the energy of it was Whoa. porn, but it was. I mean, just... this video got played like at eleven o'clock or later. Like this was yeah. a late night. No, it video. was a whole Nine Inch Nails like and Marilyn Manson like compilation Whoa. thing. And I remember like a couple of us being the dorks were like, "We ain't supposed to watch this." <laughs> really, you narc on yourselves i did dude it was weird but this is again post exorcism oh so you were like that demon's not in me anymore i don't need to see this i don't know what the fuck's going on here (laughs) wow yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh i just remember watching it very late at at night right and being like uh excuse me tv you're not supposed to be this sexy (laughs) it, it was the the second most explicit uh sexual like music video i've ever seen the worst one was there's i forget the name of the song but there's this like techno song that the music video is just uh, chicks with power tools and then hardcore pornography. 
Okay. And mm-hmm. I, the only reason I remember it is because I used to go to hookah bars with buddies of mine, like when I was like 18, 19 Your stories years old. are so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was in that weird gray area where I'm like, I'm 18, but I can't go to bars. So we would just go to like hookah lounges and hang yeah. out. And the one we went to would always just play on loop this one weird Ugh. like techno porn music. Like, can video. you can you handle being inside this establishment? When it was the least, challenging you yeah, with the, the entertainment. The least erotic surroundings possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a concrete room that smells like raspberries Ugh. and the guy with an unbuttoned hairy chest. Yeah, like a hookah bars are it's just everybody smoking potpourri. Yeah, it's fucking awful. It should be for grandmas. It, dude, it makes smoking lame, it makes bars lame, it made porn lame. <laughs> but it is it also... It makes Persians lame. It, like, it's a real bummer. It does answer the question of like, well, we don't want to drink, we don't want to eat, we want to hang out, so what should we do? Yeah. I, I think we need more of those things, especially as you get older, Keith. You'll find that people <laughs> stop doing all the things. And so there's no reason to hang out unless you want to go look at their kid. Right. Um, but if you, but like, I don't know, but all of them are so dumb. Like, we can go throw axes, we can go smash things in a room. Yeah. Like, makes you miss drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every activity does seem dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot of them are kid things. Like, I'll find my friends being like, we're going to go roller skating. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, I, sure. Uh, Eliza, I swear to God, <laughs> after this podcast, I am going roller skating with my girlfriend. Really? <laughs> and I'm not excited about it. Because <laughs> I can't roller skate. See, I do like roller skating because for me growing up, it was roller skating or bowling, and I hate bowling. See, I'm bad at bowling, but I'm not going to fall bowling. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I had to explain to her, like, look, I'm going to try my best, but what I'm going to do is skate kind of for two minutes and then stand at the side and be like, you got it while yeah. you do your thing. Well, they all, they have those like walker things at some skating rinks now. So what you can are... skate around with this little like walker, mm, basically. Mm. Or I could save some time and just kill myself in the parking <laughs> lot because I'd rather be dead than yeah. be seen doing that. I have a friend, uh, Cristela Alonso is oh, trying. Christella. Yeah, she she wants to go roller skating, and she never has before. And so I was like, well, come on, we'll go. And she, she uh, decided she wanted to take lessons first. Okay. So she's going to take lessons and then That's such a funny it. thing to actively I know, like, right? work on being good at. I, t- I took roller skating lessons because I don't turn right when I when I am turning, I just sort of push off harder with one foot instead of crossing my feet. Okay. Yeah, this is fascinating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but basically, I do like roller skating. Um, uh, how long are you going to have to be there? I don't know. Oh, wow. It also makes you weirdly sore. Like, because those are okay. parts that you never use otherwise. Yeah. So every time I do go roller skating, the next day I'm like, I can't turn left now? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, it's basically like, how do you like to go work out and look stupid while the Jackson 5 plays too loud? Mm-hmm. That's really what I think my afternoon is going to be. But that's a cute little date. Yeah. No, it's it's very cute. I like her a lot. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like Keeping her. it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she... Uh, you guys were a long distance, and now you live together. Yeah, How's we that? were. Uh, yeah, she was living up in NorCal, f- and we did it for like a year before she moved down here. It's good. It's uh, it's been a while. She actually told me to tell you that she is a big fan of you as a person. Oh she wow, that's like, nice. Yeah. I'm a big fan of her. Well, there you go. I like her embroidery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very good. Um, but yeah, no, it's going pretty well. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Um, so uh, yeah, and we have the same tattoo artist. Um, so basically, yeah, Nine Inch Nails fucks hard. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because Trent Reznor does not seem like he fucks hard. Yeah, he seems like, a lot of these people who write these very sexually aggressive songs seem like kind of weens. Yes, um, I feel like they do most of it in their head. 
Yeah. Like they like have like crazy brain sex in their imagination. Right. And then they're just like, please don't touch me. Yeah. I feel like Trent Reznor is bad at the angles of sex and comes too fast. That's. <laughs> yeah. Or like, and like probably doesn't like to be touched. Like you have to wear like a glove or something yeah. to touch him. Um, I, I think that. Uh, sex people are weird. Um, <laughs> now, by sex people, I mean you know those people who are like, "Oh, what are my hobbies? Sex." <laughs> like they're yeah. all sex nerds. They're all sex weirdos, right? Who are like, "Oh, I have a special room for it, <laughs> and I'm a data processor." And you're like, "What? Yeah. Why is this your personality?" It's like when people make their personality uh, getting high. Yeah, um, it's like that's not enough. But like the sex people, it's somehow even dumber because it's something everyone does yeah except See, th- for glenn danzig yeah they, well yeah glenn danzig and uh trent reznor are completely yeah. asexual no i uh yeah i get that i think i think i'm i think i like sex nerds more than i like weed nerds just because i Ooh, like yeah. fucking more than i like getting high <laughs> like i'm just I'm, i don't know i'm bad i'm really bad at getting high i'm moderately okay at sex uh-huh but uh yeah no i get what you're saying though people who like are very public about look at my weird bdsm life yeah. like like that's fine if you're into that shit. It's just weird when that is your whole personal brand. And it's something everybody does. It's like if your thing was like me, I'm super into showers. Yeah, <laughs> I shower fucking nice, dude. Like, I'm, what? I'm talking soap, boom, <laughs> yeah. shampoo, boom, Man, conditioner. I, I could stay boom. in there all day. Hell I don't even yeah. get tired. I'm fucking I, I take pruny, a, dude. I take a shower. I get right back in there and shower again. <laughs> yeah, wet, 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 ready, wet. right, right again. <laughs> 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 like, who cares? I call my loofah dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the shower fucking likes it, dude. Um, <laughs> my shower's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I'm going to, now I'm going to do that next time I take a shower. Ironically, I feel like I need a shower. After this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and also, like, I feel like uh, vampire fuck jams. You know, people have been wanting this for a long time. Yeah, so. were the were the people demanding the vampire fuck jams? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Really? Sure. Show me one scrap of evidence. I am well. <laughs> there's a, on the Patreon. I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, I do. Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like everyone wants it all the time. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, the the honest answer. Um, the next song is your choice. Yes. Uh, this one I picked. I don't even like this song very much, I, but I picked it because I have an embarrassing story about it. Oh, good. Uh, this is uh, more human than human by White Zombie. And I'm going to let it play for a second. I'll explain the embarrassing story. Hang on. Here it comes. Oh, maybe it doesn't. This is so cyber. I know. Yeah. The, not a good song. Okay. Right here. So this this song just starts with 15 seconds of a lady having an orgasm. Nice. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I listened to K-Rock a lot. And they played this song like once every two hours. And I also, we were kind of like technologically behind, so I didn't have the internet yet. I didn't have uh, uh, like porn or anything. So, so many times enough? in the early days, I would just jerk off to the first 15 nice. seconds of a Rob Zombie song. That's great. <laughs> and I remember even as a kid who had just you, figured out what jerking off was, I'm like, that seems wrong. Do you know how important that would be to Rob Zombie? Like, I feel like he would be like, no, not thank what, you, kid. I, here's what I think would happen. I think someone would be like, Yo, somebody just talked on a podcast about jerking off to one of your songs, and he would think it was some hot girl in a cowboy hat, and he'd be mm. like, nice. And then he'd see me, and he'd be like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I'm done being Rob Zombie, man. Changing my name back to Robert Zombington. Going back to work at the oh, bank. Oh, jeez. Do you have to change it at Ellis Island? Yeah. It's <laughs> <At> Spooky Ellis <laughs> Island. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, this was off of Astro Creep 2000 from 1995, which I also find hilarious because in the 90s, everybody thought 2000 was like the most space age oh future my God. bullshit. It, what you give it that? It's like, that's five, five years, years, you dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> But man, uh, the computers are going to take over then. Y2K. Dude, Never bro, know. we're going to go straight from dial up to fucking uh, nukes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you're going to have to learn how to fuck computers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the song is going to teach Only you. Only those who can bang cyborg puss will survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, get in line. Um, <laughs> they saw the Matrix. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Not the mud stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no you're going to do bag flips and you're going to fuck robots and you're going to mm-hmm. be awesome. Buy a coat. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a coat. <laughs> That's what the Matrix really helped coat sales. Oh man, dusters, come on, man. Yeah, if you okay, so if you're in the trench coat sales division, 1999 is a wacky year for you because you have one big pro and one real big minus at Columbine. Yeah. Yeah. Just the quarterly earnings for trench coats, trench coats, trench coats. You want to get out at a certain time that year. Yeah, to be like, well, we're going to call it a wash. (laughs) You can't can't blame us for it, boss. Yeah, come on. 2000 is going to be great. Um. Yeah, I saw a uh, white zombie play um, oh, no a couple times. Okay. Uh, one time on tour with the Ramones. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, but I was there to interview the other opening band, Into Another, which is like I this. Not they're this. They were like kind of, kind of, a, I think they were on the same label as a lot of hardcore song, hardcore music. Okay. But they weren't hardcore at all. They were like, oh, we are singing about elves and things. Doodly da da da. Do you ever feel strange in your life? Like that kind of shit. And I was like, perfect. This counts as ha- hardcore. I'm in. Yeah. And all my hardcore friends were like, it doesn't though. Yeah, you're like, oh, come on. And I'm like, why? Come on. Oh, the fucking elves, bro. He, that guy used to be in uh, Earth Crisis. It counts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was interviewing them, but uh, that means I got to be on White Zombies tour bus. Oh, wow. And uh, that was pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, that seems thoroughly fine. <laughs> it was no big deal. <laughs> that seems like a good place to be like, I sure am here. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and this would have been late era Ramon, so they probably yeah, weren't a ton yeah. of fun. Oh, no, that was real sad. Yeah. I think this was like probably like the last tour. Uh, like, like before uh, before Joey went down? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was not, he was coming on and off stage and kind of like gotcha gotcha just standing there for yeah. a lot of it man i went to uh they did like a, a johnny ramon like uh like birthday thing at the hollywood forever cemetery where they just had a band play like a bunch of ramones covers and then put, uh, showed the warriors and jo- johnny ramon's wife hosted it and she was drunk <laughs> and just hitting on people wow. at her husband's memorial and wow. it was awesome <laughs> yeah i mean you got you got good odds with that crowd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watch watching somebody try to fuck someone while literally their ex husband's grave is behind them. Yeah, is one of the we funniest all miss things him I've ever so seen. So much. Hey, so it's yeah. you in here. Uh, are you sad right now too? Yeah, cause... I'm super sad. Oh, uh, you know what I miss? A spirit <laughs> and his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I I do think that some of the like '90s cyber music is just so bad and oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like a Power Man Five Thousand, mm-hmm. like that era. Of, yeah, it's very very weird. Yeah, um, but I'm excited that you uh, came to sound. Um, <coughs> I'm shocked. Maybe I just don't know about that those podcasts, but I feel like that's like a, should be like a huge podcasting thing. Like the like sex podcast. Yeah. 
I bet it is. I've never like sex we, porn. I mean, there's we, erotica, sex, like, right? Sex porn. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, audio. Man, sex porn. What will they think of next? <laughs> well, I just go for food porn. Oh man, and I like food snacks. I, and <laughs> vacation to... porn. You know me. Yeah. Um, but sex porn. You could do something with that. Oh my god, this is like <laughs> porn porn. You guys. What? No, stop. Um, <laughs> Karen, you're so bad. No, like audio. I, porn. I understand what you're saying. I'm being an asshole. <laughs> I know. I'm being willfully shitty. Uh, I'm trying to get us back on track. And I refuse to let that happen. Oh, okay. All right, all right. But yeah, I mean, people like reading it. Yeah. It's got to be a thing. Yeah. Is it a thing, Aristotle? Oh, he says he doesn't know. Oh, okay. Um, I think he was ashamed to say yes and he, out himself he should as someone be moderately who's super offended. into. <laughs> let, me, let me go to my pornography expert. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay. So we have one final song one on more. this playlist. Bring it home. Um, and, you know, I was trying to jump off of the, the feeling of the last one, but also, okay. like, at this point, we've had the vampire sex. It's, yeah. it's done. Oh, so we're in, we're in vampire snuggle town now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or at least, like, uh, afterwards, or maybe, maybe like, just coming. Um, but whatever. This is <laughs> I Would Die For You by Prince. <laughs> your hand gesture for coming was, <laughs> like, for the listening audience, it looks like she threw up a handful of confetti. Conf- yeah, that's how I come. <laughs> Ta-da! I yeah. come like a magician finishing a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me pull a rabbit out of my dick. I did always say that if I ever got married, I would want the um, astronaut performing it to have flash paper. So when they say that you're now man and wife, it could be like, the astronaut? Yeah, I would want to be married by an astronaut. Okay, you just glossed over that like that was a normal part of a wedding. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously an astronaut. I thought that was another sex porn thing. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I would die for you. Really very Jesus-y. But okay. I think there's a lot of Jesus vampire crossover. <clears throat> it really is. Yeah, it's... Uh, Undead. Very similar. I think, I, yeah, I think if you're Jesus-y, a vampire is a very sexy, like, oh, but that's like the bad guy. Yeah. 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 Well, and also I think a lot of people are attracted to Jesus, especially teens, in the same way that they're attracted to vampires. Well, yeah, Jesus like this is hot, ecstasy yeah. and like he would be so focused on me. Yeah, and he's just, he's inside me all the time. Yeah. Like, no matter where I am. Yeah, like, we're connected. We're yeah. connected now. Like, that sounds like vampire shit to me. Well, yeah, and every, every like carving of Jesus, like that's, you know, there's in a church or whatever. He never just looks like a guy. He's always just like flexed and fucking jacked out and sweating. Like, yeah, yeah. He just came. Yeah, they didn't have to make him that hot. <laughs> like he looks like a you know like a like somebody dancing on a table in WeHo. Like, I mean, that's they really clearly the... did did have to make him that hot. Like that was a decision and a decision that yeah. was made over and over. Yeah, we're like, like we're we're building five thousand Go Go Christ. Yes, Go Go exactly. Christ has to be a white zombie song. <laughs> yeah, and like somebody somebody gets got switched out of that job at the Vatican or whatever, and they're like, finally, we're gonna be done with hot. Christ and the new guy was definitely like double hot. Yeah, oh man, glow sticks, hornier. Um, but um, yeah, I think that, and obviously, I would die for you. You're fucking a vampire. You're riding the line. Yeah, it's all it's all very death, very like eternity. A- it's very uh, very adolescent. The whole thing. yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. Like in watching this Dracula adaptation, I'm like, yeah, I just don't care that much anymore. Yeah, is that because I don't fuck vampires or because I'm not 15. <laughs> I think it's because when you're 15, the idea of being in love seems very novel and you're like, why would I ever want this to end? And then when you're, you know, older, you're just like, uh, eh. I don't know. Like, you know what the, you know what the hottest monster is? One that wants to fuck me and then like I see him three times a week. Like, that's a great <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've got their own career. Oh, or I mean, you, with vampire though, you don't even have to get out of bed. Yeah. He shows up at the window. Great. Yeah, boom. Perfect booty call monster. Yeah. That level of intensity 
like you know he's like oh I want to hold on I want I want to be with you forever but around year 40 of just like blah like I'm like all right dude like well that's my thing I'd have a whole stand up chunk about like how creepy it is that vampires date teens yeah that like if you're okay with vampires not just teens anyone in an in a living age they're a pedophile like a va- if a vampire fucks a 50 year old that's vampire pedophilia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's va- someone like vamp- one tenth of their age. Vampires should only be able to fuck skeletons or yes. like some buildings in Europe. Yes. Like that's the only thing a vampire should get to fuck. And let me watch. Hey, girl. Mm, what? 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 <laughs> I want to get cucked by a church. <laughs> well, obviously, that was where this was always going to end. <laughs> Um, where can people find you, Keith? Uh, find me on all the social media at Keith Tells Jokes. Um, I have albums on iTunes, uh, so if you search my name, they'll pop up. And uh, watch Lights Out with David Spade. Yay! Yay! I think it was a good playlist. Which I didn't even mention. I played a vampire on that. See? <laughs> yeah. There's a reason. There you go. Okay. Full circle. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess in the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.